Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 198th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. I might sound more excited than normal, because boy oh boy, do we have a whodunit on our hands. So, Reza, sort of set the scene for us. What what are we analyzing today? Yeah, you're excited. I'm not I'm not excited. I'm heated, all right? I know you're uh, heated, so that, let's, let's figure this out. All right, so I went to CrossFit this evening, came back home, and I see my front yard, and the lawn's getting long. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. That somebody had lodged a, a complaint with a uh, with the with the city here to st- the to city st- yeah yeah with the city of Newark to say that our grass was too long and they had taken pictures of our back and front yard showing the gra- the grass and yes it was too long um, at that time I mean I don't see, I don't need to like try to make excuses because yes it's my fault but we let the grass get too long I mean not only did we not have a lawnmower at the time but we were also doing a lot of traveling so when we got back. I was just slow to get onto it. And so when we finally got the complaint, I was like, all right, we got to get this lawnmower. We got to cut the grass. Um, so, uh, why did I just say that again? <laughs> well, you oh, were trying oh, right, to say right, that. Right, you were, yes, you were trying yes, to set the, uh, right. yeah. So Jesus, I came home. Dude. I know, I know. I was like, why am I telling that? So I came home and, and I see the lawn and I've noticed it for the last few, uh, the last like week or so that the, the grass is getting long, but, in our backyard, we're really close to this, like this little pond. And I don't know if that has something to do with it, but the soil in our backyard just holds water like crazy. And it has to okay. be, it has to, we just need like consistent days of just heat and, uh, very low humid, humidity days for the soil to like release that water. So a lot of times right. when I'm out there cutting the back, when I'm cutting the grass in the back and it's also on a slope, I'm like sliding around in mud. Like my shoes are just getting destroyed. It's, it's hard to cut the grass. So most days, most of the time I don't cut the grass when it's, when the backyard is like that. Um, and so I'm, I'm getting back from CrossFit. I'm walking around the house and I'm like, I gotta cut, I gotta cut the grass. I was like, at least I gotta cut the front grass. Cause when I stepped in the backyard, it was, it was like a swamp back there. So I pulled the mower out and I go around the front and then I, and I go to start the, uh, start the mower and it, you know, the engine turns, it, it, it cycles up and then it shuts off. I'm like, Oh great. It's out of gas, which I was like, that's kind of weird because I feel like I just added gas to it like two times, like two mows ago. And I, I don't think I can express to you just how small our yard is. It, it takes like five minutes total to cut the grass. Yeah. So it doesn't, we don't use very much, gra- uh, uh, gas to mow the lawn. But, you know, when I think about it, I was like, oh, maybe I, I know I didn't top it up completely when I, like, I know I didn't fill it up completely. I don't know how much gas I put into it the last time I did it, but it wasn't like a ton. So it's very feasible that it could be that empty. So anyway, I'm walking around the back to, to go get the, uh, the gas canister because we just keep it underneath our porch. I used to keep it in the basement, like in, uh, in our like unfinished part of the, of the basement for like a month or not, not a month, like a week or two. And I was like, this is just silly because, you know, it just starts to smell like gasoline. So um, I needed a place outside to put it and other people do it. They leave it underneath the deck because we have a elevated deck. So I have it underneath the deck. I go around the back to pick this uh to get the gas canister and the gas canister is nowhere to be found. 
And I can't remember the last time that I've seen it because I don't remember if the last time I cut the grass, I don't think I, I don't think I put the gas in it the last time I cut the grass. I think it was two times ago and I don't remember if it was there the last time, which was like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. And so I couldn't cut the grass. Like, uh, you know, I had no gas in the mower and somebody stole my uh, gas canister with the gas that was in it. Why? Okay. Okay. Um, are there any sort of markings that you have on your gas canister <laughs> that you would sort of be able to say, hey, this is my gas canister? No, but now I know to do that uh, in the future. I just have to, I'll put my name on it, maybe the address. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'd bother with the address because this is the temporary address, you know, when I'm renting. Right. But just I'll put, send I think, put my like name on it. First, yeah, first name, last initial, or first initial, last name. Yeah, like it's just, it's just frustrating because, like, first of all, people don't go back there. You so, um, I live I live in a townhouse complex, right? And on my row of townhomes, I think there are five units, and like the third unit has a fence around their entire unit. Like I said before, behind my behind my house is a pond, which isn't really like easily accessible because I'm on a I'm on a hill. It's relatively it's like it's not too steep um, by my um, like in the in the part where I have to mow, but near that pond it gets pretty steep. Um, there's like trees around, so anywho, you can't get from the far end of the townhouse home uh, the townhomes to uh, the other end because there's a fence there and the, and the hill is quite steep, not impossibly steep to like, you know, navigate, but there's no reason for anybody to be back there. Like you wouldn't be passing through. So I'm feeling like somebody must've just been like messing around in the back and saw it. Or here's the thing. One of my neighbors, um, he mows a lot of the lawns around this area. He, at some point in the summer, he was passing out flyers. So he mows, the guy to my left, I think the guy to my right, um, and then his house, which is uh, uh, two houses down, but it's a separate um, like uh, row of homes. Um, so I was like, think. I mean, Lena said she saw him out there today, but I don't. I have no idea if this has happened today. I don't know if it happened a week ago or what. She said she'd seen him out there today, so I mean, maybe he took it. Um, I mean, I suspect that he was the one who took those pictures initially that I was saying, um, when someone reported us, maybe because he was trying to spark us, um, calling him, you know, it was like, Oh, last minute you're being warned. Maybe you get the business and just let it roll. Um, which we obviously didn't do cause we just bought our own mower. Um, so maybe he was out mowing, ran out of gas and just took it. Um, that's a possibility. It's possible. I was thinking maybe he was mowing, ran out of gas, um, filled his up and was like, shoot, you know, he, he's going to like fill it up and bring it back tomorrow or something. I don't know. Um, the other, there's another possibility. Uh, we, there are contractors, um, or sorry, landscapers who come around and mow the lawns, uh, around here, like the, uh, the common areas. And so, um, along the perimeter of the pond, they actually do mow that with their, with their mowers. So maybe they were going along and ran out of gas and they just, snagged it uh, or maybe they just saw it and just took it i don't know um and the other possibility is a few weeks ago like at the end of summer uh, i noticed that there were uh, some kids behind um behind our townhome and i think they were like fishing in that pond so maybe one of the kids were around there and saw it and 
wanted to play with fire or something. So they just snagged it and took it to the little clubhouse or whatever in the woods. And, and that's it. And that's, those, those are, those are all the, those are the only possibilities I got. Like, it's not, it's not something that, like, first of all, it's not an item that you would expect to be stolen. Like the mower's still there. The weed whacker's still there. Um, it's literally the gasoline and the canister, like, and the canister. So my only thought is someone took it because they needed it. Like, or they took it because it was there and they just could. I mean, regardless, I'm, I'm like super annoyed by it because, well, first of all, I wanted to get that. I wanted to get the lawn cut because it's supposed to thunderstorm tonight. Well, it's actually yeah. already, it, it has already rained here. Um, so I just wanted to take care of what I could, which would be the front, front yard, at least make that look a little better than it looks right now and take care of the backyard whenever we get a little bit of, uh, dryness. Um, but it's definitely super front. Like I haven't, I don't think I've had anything stolen from me since I had my, like, I think I had my MP3 player stolen from the gym locker in 10th grade. That was the last time something was stolen from me. I think so. At least the last time that the last time that I can recall something being stolen from me, at least I'm trying to think like, I've never been pickpocketed. Um, Knock on wood after each of these sentences. Yeah, never been pickpocketed. Um, I thought I was pickpocketed in Italy. I think I told you about that when I was talking about the honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Um, But you weren't. I was not. I had just put it in another pocket, which was, which was opposite of the pocket that I had literally intended on putting it, uh, just about out of habit. Um, I've never, I mean, if, I guess you could like maybe count people copying off of me, (laughs) you know, in classes is stealing, but I'm like in, in, in the sense of an actual physical item being taken from me, I don't think I, I don't think I've had anything stolen from me since then. So it was just a little jarring. Like, wait, what? Like, I, I went back there twice. I took my flashlight out on my phone because it was starting to get dark. So I was, and I like, even still, a part of me is like, maybe you're just blind and you just didn't see it when it was right in front of you. Or maybe it was like some, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe someone took it. Maybe someone took the gas and meant to put it back and put it in the wrong spot. Maybe they put it on, underneath another neighbor's uh, deck by, ac- by accident. But I didn't want, like, I didn't want to be like ducking around and looking underneath people's stuff, you know? Because uh, everyone was home. It was like six thirty, like seven o'clock at that time. So right. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, what is the appropriate action? Like, first of all, I don't know who I can report this to. I could tell my, I can tell the landlord. But like they can't do any like how are you gonna like you're not gonna try to get this back. So all I can do is just say, Hey, I had something stolen from me and maybe they could get in contact with like the neighborhood association and say something and and maybe they'd be like, Maybe that person would just cut it out. Uh otherwise I don't know. Like it's not there's no way it's someone random who just like stumbled into stumbled into this neighborhood. It has to be someone who lives here and it has to be someone who lives close because I wouldn't I would be shocked if it was someone on the other end of this of this neighborhood who like just wandered behind my behind my house and picked it up and took it like i feel like i I feel like it was someone who saw it and and needed it it was i still think you should report this like any way you cut it yeah i'll i'll definitely tell them i mean i'm not sure what i don't know what course of action they'll take but i'll definitely email i'll definitely email them and uh and let them know I don't expect them to do, I don't expect them to like help me get it back in any way, but yeah, you're right. I do want them to know. And I want them to let people know in the neighborhood, like send an email saying, Hey, someone's, someone's property was stolen. Either a, uh, be careful with the stuff that you leave outside because 
you know, you, you feel like people are honest and, you know, you're not going to steal from your neighbor. Or at least I would, I would, I'm expecting to not have something stolen from a neighbor. Like, that's so awkward. Like, what if you get caught? <laughs> yeah, but also, like, I don't think being vague is helpful. Because if you just say property was stolen, like, that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to say anything like that, but I'm just, it's just, uh, I, I'm, I guess what I'm, be, what I would be hopeful for is just that nobody would do it again. Like, they, they know that someone is aware of, and, and someone has reported this, and I'm upset. You're upset. I mean, what, I guess this is the. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of like, do you want resolution on this now, or is it just like, are you trying to be like, oh well, it was stolen. I'm upset, but I'm just gonna go buy a new thing. I mean, I don't know how else I'm gonna get it back. I, there's, I literally have no, I don't have any way of identifying who. Like, I any any claim that I make against anybody is is kind of baseless. Like I can say, oh, there's only this many people who could have who probably would have taken it, but like that's not real evidence. And like you had mentioned, I don't have any I don't have any markings on it to say that this was mine. So even if I even if I go to like my neighbor's place and see and look under their deck and see two gas can, gas canisters, like that's not necessarily proof. Like oh, they might have they just might have two canisters. Like it's, it's like they're, you know, it's just the regular red canister. I think it was like a three gallon, two, two, three gallon one. There's nothing special about it. Okay. How much is it? Do you know? Uh, I can't remember. Let me look it up really quickly. I actually meant to do this before. Cause then like, like the other side of this is like, how much is this problem worth to you? I'm not saying that like we're okay with things being stolen. I'm not saying that. It's like ten but, like, bucks. You said, or so, right? Maybe a little bit more than that. I mean, is this something that you could theoretically like put inside your house? That doesn't seem safe. It's just I, I don't. I would feel fine having it in a garage, and that's kind of why I had it in the basement where I did have it. Is because it's it's an unfinished part of the basement there. I think I had I think I had a two gallon one, so it looks like it's it was sixteen dollars. Um. So I can keep in the unfinished part, but we do go there and it definitely does make the place smell like gasoline. You know, like there's that, it's, it's like that light gas smell that you might notice in, in like a garage. Um, so I could keep it in the house, but I think what I'm going to do is just keep it on the upper part of my deck, which, um, is not accessible from the bottom, from my backyard. It, that deck, like there's no stairs that lead up to it. So you gotta, you gotta literally like jump up and climb, climb to access that area. Um, and I find it, I would find it highly unlikely that someone would do that. It makes it super inconvenient for me anytime I need to access it because I would have to walk through the house to pick it up, to walk back around the house, to get to the back where the lawnmower is and then bring it back up. But regardless if that's going to keep it safe, then so that's apparently a, a thing that's being targeted. Then. Yeah. I mean, another thing is I would hope that it wouldn't be that guy. Like, again, I'm not trying to make accusations. I'm kind of just saying like the people, that I have noticed who are back in that area. I don't think I've ever seen the two people who live next to me go back there because they don't cut their own grass. Um, and I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just, oh, well, so he, I think when I was, I think when we were on our honeymoon, actually, we found out that he, that guy, his car was broken into like twice. So so the guy that you think stole your shit 
the guy who I'm just saying may have possibly done it because I've seen him in my backyard before because he cuts other people's grass. I'm not saying I think he stole it. I'm just saying he may have. So the guy who you think <laughs> jacked your shit <laughs> also he, had his stuff stolen. Yeah, I think his wallet was stolen out of his car. I think he had his wallet in his car and it was unlocked. And I believe he had stuff stolen two times. Where do you live, dude? People don't. That's that's the only time I've ever heard anything happen in this neighborhood. I've heard of two robberies in the last five minutes. You've heard of three robberies because I was robbed. Um, uh, that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. I've already forgotten about your robbery. Yeah, you did. Um, so you live in a uh, a crime infested neighborhood. Apparently, right. It's a super like quiet area. Um, everyone's pretty All nice. All the better to have robberies. Know, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. So I think you should report it. Um, whether or not you get a resolution, um, I, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be something that you should be holding out hope for, but I think that it should be up to the home. Like you should at least try and let your homeowners association address it in some way. Yeah. Uh, but then just be like super careful about your stuff. If you're not comfortable or sort of confident that they're going to come to some sort of resolution that you'll be happy with does that yeah. make sense yeah definitely i mean i'm 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 also like wondering what should i do with my lawnmower i i have nowhere to put that but if if like if someone's willing to just if someone's willing to steal and they you know maybe they just they want that like would they would they just walk away with my lawnmower like it's back there but like like i said before plenty of other people have stuff underneath their porch um and I ha- I would literally have nowhere to put the lawnmower. I don't I don't have any way. No, you're not you're not of you're not bringing to the else. house. No way. No, I would literally need like a, a a lockable shed for my backyard. I guess. I guess. No, I that's do that. stupid. Um, would you really invest in that? No, that seems like that no, seems definitely like not crazy talk. No, it's just more stuff to move in a temp from my temporary home when I move out of here within like the next year. It's too much. Um. So yeah, yeah, man. Damn, that dude. that was very annoying. I mean, it's just like that, you know, it's it's stupid. Like it's it's not even like it's it's not even like. The, I guess the reason why I'm not like furious is because it wasn't anything like super expensive and not something that like you know it's not like I had my TV or computer stolen. You know, it was like right. this fifteen dollar gas canister. It's not something that I needed immediately. It's not something that can't be replaced. I mean, I guess most things can be replaced, but like at, you know, at a relatively low cost, but it's just kind of the principle. Um, and no, again, we like, shouldn't, and, and, I don't think we should like downplay the fact that you had your stuff stolen. Yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, that was tonight. Uh, it was a bit surprising. What does Elena think about all this? I mean, she was kind of, bi- I mean, she was annoyed by it, but she, I don't know if she's as mad as I am. I mean, she was kind of. Uh, she like just got back from her class. She had an exam. Then she was on her way to CrossFit. So I'm not sure how she processed it overall. But I think because she knows how upset, like how like angry I get at stuff, I think she was trying to like put on a a happier face and be like, you know, it's all right. It's not a. It's not the end of the world. It's not a big deal. Gotcha. Okay. She just wants to make sure that fisticuffs yeah don't yeah. happen. That that holes don't pop up in walls around the home. Oh God! Has that <laughs> happened already? No. Be honest. No. Okay, you want your security deposit back? I get it. <sighs> Just something that you can't be doing anymore, man. When was the last time you did that? You make it sound like you used to do that. Maybe as a kid. Really? I just don't have 
I, I would say, I'm trying to think if I ever. Hmm. Yeah, you have, haven't you? You sound like, you sound like you have. No, I really am thinking. I don't, I think I punched a door before. Oh, man. And cracked it, but I don't think I've ever put like a hand through a wall, you know, like through drywall. I don't think I've ever done Dude, that Dude, how angry would you be if your kid did that to your wall? Oh, very, very angry. I'd be like, I don't work all day. <laughs> to come back and have to fix drywall because you you're too nah, dad, dumb you enough to be like Cuphead or whatever that game is called nah dad you work all day so you can hire somebody to come home and fix the drywall for you I'd be like boy that, you are sleeping get you in the, the ass shed open. <laughs> oh boy you're sleeping in the shed tonight nah I mean yeah I obviously like I mean just like with many things child services on us just like just like with many things as a, that you did as a kid you would be furious if your kids did it to you I don't think I was anywhere near as bad as some people, some kids were, but I certainly know that they're like, I mean, just, I was, I was actually talking to my parents about this this past weekend. I mean, there's just so many things that you, you, you feel like your parents are punishing you or just not letting you have fun, whether it's like, oh, you got to stay home and study. The amount of friends that I had who would be able to just go hang out with their friends, you know, after school on a Tuesday. Like my parents, like you, you must be out your damn mind if you think you're gonna leave the house on a Tuesday afternoon. Right. Like, nah, you're home studying, you're working, you're doing whatever. I mean, thank, thank goodness at least for you know, young me, I had you know, a uh, AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, so I was able right. to at least communicate with everybody because this is back before I had a cell phone. Well, um, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but uh, you think you're gonna get? You think you're gonna get a cell phone, man? You hell funny? How no. no? I only had a cell phone. Um. I got a cell phone in senior year because I was doing Allied Health, so I had to drive to school. And so I only had a phone because um, – I guess I should explain to Al- what Allied Health is because I'm not just having this conversation with you. Uh, Allied Health was an, uh, a uh, program uh, in collaboration with a, a hospital that was near my high school. And so for the last two periods of every school day, I would drive over and on uh, from Monday through Wednesday, I would spend that in the classroom, uh, which was taught by um, a doctor. She was actually an optometrist. Um, and we would Wait, learn an about, optometrist? Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, we would learn about like, you know, anatomy and all sorts of other stuff. And then on, th- no, I have, do I have that backwards? Wait, are you confident that, it, that you're, that I mean, you, the education that you're getting from an optometrist? is good <laughs> let me, let not, me, i've got nothing against optometrists you clearly just get, do clearly let me, you do because you said allied she's health an, she's at an, the uh, hospital opt- op- ophthalmology oh, ophthalmologist that's like crazy different yes 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 is it crazy different i think it's i don't crazy know different I think so well, can um you look up what an actually well, hold on hold on here we go it says this is uh according to healthcare for people she graduated uh uh, she's an optometry specialist. She graduated with honors from the Pennsylvania College of Optometry in 1999 and has 19 years of experience. Anyway, regardless, it it doesn't really matter. Um, she she taught the class, uh, so we like do anatomy and such. And that was, I think, Thursday and Friday. I think Monday through Wednesday, we were doing la- uh, rotations through the hospital. So you might spend um, two weeks in uh, like uh, the ER, then two weeks they didn't do this when we were there they, they canceled that on us because uh, uh they the or which is what i really wanted to do 
um, you know, see a surgery, but apparently they, they wouldn't allow us back in because there was one time when someone went in and I think she was wearing perfume. Oh and, my God. Are you serious? And when they realized it, they had to, uh, kick everybody out and sterilize the, uh, yeah. the OR. Um, yeah. but Dude, so they, the, go ahead. The liability of yeah. something like that is horrific. It's so silly. It's so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's dumb now, but like the kid probably had no idea. Yeah, what she was yeah. Doing. I mean, you 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 probably don't even think about it. You like wake up in the morning, you're doing your routine, you're just getting ready for school, throw a little bit of perfume on, you leave. Yeah, your and, cheap ass perfume killed somebody. Yeah. Um. So that happened, but there was uh there was a bunch of different rotations. Um. There was one of physical therapy. You can go with the ambulance company. Um. The physical therapy one was actually really cool. I like that one a lot. Um. Anywho. So because I was, because I had to drive, um, to the hospital for that, I needed a cell phone. So my parent, well, I didn't need, need one, but my parents felt more comfortable with me having it since I was out the house, um, driving myself. So that's when I got a cell phone. What about you? When did you get one? I got one definitely in middle, uh, in high school. It was, was definitely high school. school. Damn, son. No, I was thinking middle school because that's when my sister got hers. I see. Um, I probably got it around sophomore year. Wow. Oh, man. You were an early adopter. Sophomore year, maybe <laughs> junior year. Yeah. That's, this, I think so. I think so, yeah. The cell phone that I have, it's, it's the same phone number since then. Um, it it was um, the family cell, or the, the kid's cell phone, quote, kid's cell phone. So if like you went to like a birthday party or whatever it was, our parents would, you know, just give us that cell phone. My dad would just keep it in his desk, in his, in his uh, desk at home. And if you were leaving the house for an extended period of time, just give, give us the phone and, uh, give them a ring when, uh, when you were ready to be picked up. But so we had, yeah. I think it was like three years that I was using that phone, you know, kind of rarely, but on occasion, and then it was, it was when I finally did that Allied Health program that it kind of became just, I would just, I just kept it because I had phone. it on me all the time. Right. Man. So you, you still haven't gotten like really anything of like true value like stolen from you. Yeah. I don't think so. Does I that mean that, that you've just taken a really good care of stuff or? I mean, maybe, but I'm also, I think I'm just not in like at risk areas of like, I don't think I've ever really been at risk. Like I, I, I don't live, I don't live in a city where there's like too much crime or anything. And, and, um, well, clearly that's not true. <laughs> Good point. Um, I would say that the, I would say like the worst place I ever, I, that I lived was, uh, when I was, when it's I your was, current address. when I was rooming with Yaron, um, when we were juniors and seniors in college. Uh huh. And it wasn't even like a horrible place. Like I don't, I'm not a, very aware of much crime that happened there, but, I do remember once at like midnight or something, there was like an intense, like yelling, like shouting match that was going on outside of our, uh, outside of our place. Oh and I thought, I thought people were about to throw down and like start shooting or something. Like it sounded very serious and it kind of like died down. Um, but right when we were moving out, like when we graduated and we were getting our stuff out of the place, we were uh, like taking a bunch of trips back and forth with like the dumpster to our place and like the car and whatnot. And as we're doing this, like, I think we had, like, we were, like, we were carrying something to the dumpster and coming back and we see, like, a whole bunch of, like, out of uniform police officers kind of, like, hanging out by a car. And then, what? like, a bunch more started showing up. 
And then as we're like still, because like I said, we're like taking multiple trips. So we keep like get, taking like just snapshots every now and again of like the progress. Right. All of a sudden these dudes start throwing on body armor, start what? pulling out like guns and stuff. Yeah. They, uh, they raided the apartment across, across from ours. I guess they were, there was like drug activity or something. They had been reported. I mean, every now and again, we would walk through and we'd smell weed. And yeah. I never said anything, um, I guess, obviously enough. I mean, you ain't um, a snitch. I ain't a snitch. And it was just a little weird. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, whatever. Um, but maybe they were doing something a little bit more than that. I don't know. <laughs> so oh my God. they, uh, they <laughs> were like. And you keep saying that you've never, like, uh, lived in a place. No, I said that was the worst. That was oh, the worst. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was say, living with like, my parents and stuff. You got a SWAT stuff. team coming in. You're telling yeah, me yeah. that's not the worst. Yeah, they like banked on the door. They were holding the warrant and stuff. You know, like, police open up and like yeah. we're kind of like trying to like walk. Like, excuse me, guys. Excuse me. Just trying to yeah, I'm just, get back. Just, I'm moving, yeah. guys. I'm in a rush. Yeah. Um, I only have this Hertz truck for so much longer. <laughs> you know how aggressive they are with uh, late fees. Yeah. Can you please? Can you please move the van, sir? Sir, I'm ta- sir. You know, like. Yeah, can you please put the gun down? You're scaring me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that, that's about it, man. The uh, the M- I mean, the MP3 player was the most expensive thing. I think at that, I think it was probably like two hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, and I also had some cash taken out of my out of my wallet. So I I shared a so lot. So you have been robbed numerous that times. School. That was hi- that was high school. Got robbed in high school, and I had this gas that gas can taken from me. Those are the two times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. All right. So, in the grand scheme of things, not the worst thing. Yeah, not the not the worst thing. Um, but you know, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that I I should take or even do take like security lately. Um, right. I mean, you're not gonna call ADT right to get a <laughs> a subscription because what are they gonna do? I thought about getting Simply Safe before you moved in here. Um. One thing I'm definitely doing when we get a plate, like when we, when we get a house, um, setting up, setting up cameras outside of our house. Are you going to get the ones that Shaq has been endorsing? I'm not sure which ones he's been endorsing. I mean, he's definitely, uh, a minority stakeholder in something. Um, he's been, uh, look it up, look it up. He's definitely got like a security camera company. Uh, so. Oh, is it with Rink? It might be. I don't know exactly what the company's called, but. Uh, just know that he's yeah, uh, right. it's something. So, yeah, yeah, it's a ring. Crewed um, by Sheriff Shack. Yeah, right. Like, like, like Shack is somehow the new authority on on security, home security, surveillance. You know. But, I hear uh, that you. I hear that you need to have this, the cameras like visible. Like you don't want them to be secret cameras because the people are gonna bust in. Like, yeah, you got pictures of the people's face in a mask or something. But you want it like front and center. Like when you're coming to the front step, you know that you're being recorded. That way, if you're like scoping out the place or something, you just kind of like, I, I'm not going there. It's not worth it. I've already been seen. You should also probably find like a better neighborhood to live in. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, Sandy. This neighborhood's cool. It's fine. You, yeah, but remember, you're also the one that got robbed. Yeah. Yeah. The When you say it like that, it sounds like someone like <laughs> robbed me at like gunpoint or like somebody like took took it from me like while i was around they just took a gas can from the backyard that wasn't theirs that wasn't theirs you're very right about that right so i mean we can downplay it all you want but at the end of the day you are gas canless 
I am. When you started the day with one gas can. I mean, what would you say to the people who, do you remember when we were in high school? I'm sure this still happens now. People have, a lot of people have multiple fridges in their homes and a lot of people keep that, that fridge in their garage. A lot of people just keep their alcohol in their garage in general, I guess, their beers and whatnot. I mean, that's where, I know that's where you keep yours. I don't, I don't, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a garage. I don't got, I don't got any alcohol, but, okay. uh, Jesus, what do you have? <laughs> Nothing. I had a, a gas can and it got taken. You had a gas can and you got taken. Yeah. You have uh, a lawnmower, but no gas. Exactly. You're, you're worthless to me right now. Worthless. I got a weed yeah. whacker with gas in there, but I wasn't going to muddle along with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I did it once You're going to get another it's complaint for just uh, an unkempt lawn. I hope you know this. I, I got to go buy a fucking gas can tomorrow. So oh, God. Not only did they buy a new gas can tomorrow, you got to buy gas to put in yeah. the gas can. Yeah, at at like two eighty. Oh God, is that how much it is now? Depends on the it depends on where you go, but yeah, it's about two eighty. Oh God, so depends, much. As soon as you go into Pennsylvania, it's like three something. I mean, you can't go back. You can't can never go back. Don't don't buy your gas in Pennsylvania. It's funny, like if you go to uh, you know on that stretch of two hundred two between yeah. Delaware and, and Pennsylvania, there's like a Wawa. Um, they built a new Wawa across from the Best Buy on two hundred two. Really? Gas there just the other day, I think, was two seventy seven. Wow. If, across the border, uh at the uh the the first Wawa in Pennsylvania near the uh Walgreens and the meat house and whatever else there's over there. Yeah. I think it was like three oh seven. So it was like a thirty cent difference. Jesus. Why, y'all people need to go up like two miles up the road and get your gas there. Wawa's really willing to take that hit. Wawa's Wawa's got that Walmart strategy right now. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. And that, that, like, there's, there are, there's that Wawa, then literally, like I said, two miles up the road, there's another Wawa, but then two miles further down on 202 again, near where the Circuit City used to be, where the Taco Bell is, there's another Wawa there. So there's three Wawas within, like, six miles of one another, but then if you go even further into Pennsylvania, there's one near Route 1, there's one right along, or multiple right along Route 1, but that's also close to their headquarters, too, so. Or maybe not their headquarters, but, like, one of their offices. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry, though. Yeah, it's life, man. You know, just live and learn. Um, definitely, definitely will be throwing my name on stuff like that if I'm going to be keeping it outside. Um, at least it just makes it less likely that someone would take it because it just makes it like, oh, uh, I see that you have a gas can under your deck and it has my name on it. And that's mine. You know, makes makes that a possibility. But at the same time, also just keep keep that i guess keep whatever i can keep in the house or uh away from easily like access you know accessible points just uh-huh. wherever like keep it away so lawnmower will stay out there because like i said i can't really do anything about that one but gas can in the future will be on the deck all right are you gonna chain it you think i should i should totally put a chain on the lawnmower that's a great idea there's like posts because they're, they're, you know, the, the deck is raised and everything. So there's posts right. down there. So I could easily just wrap a chain around and lock that thing up. But then you got to think of like, are you going to get a cut and the chain that you can't, uh, pull cut? <laughs> if someone's, if someone's going to do, if someone's like, I feel like this was a chance steal, like a, just like an easy steal for somebody. If somebody's going to come, go out of the way to take the bolt cutter and do that, man, like, I don't know. I guess there's nothing I could have done about it. Like I'm they, just saying, they like could just, you, they could just as easily just take a saw and cut the 
cut the the, the leg of my deck off and and just walk away with a lawnmower. Yeah, so it's just a matter of like, you know, it's like now it's a chess game. How, yeah. like, what's your defense going to be? And are you uh, ready to? Are you ready to go like as as far as you need to? I'm going to call Ethan Hawk. I'm going to call Ethan Hawk from the Purge and have him come set up some intense home security system stuff. Doesn't he uh, die need, at the end of that movie? He does. Yeah, yeah. He takes a hard L. Yeah. So, but, so don't call so, him. He doesn't so, know what he's doing. Well, I mean, you know, they they had like steel windows and doors and all this other stuff. You can't afford any of that. I, I Especially gotta, with the new I, tariffs that <laughs> we just put on Chinese goods, like you can't afford that. I can't afford any. I can't afford any steel. What am I thinking? Nah, nah dude, that's like thirty percent more expensive now. I'll just put some aluminum up. It'll look like it's steel, but it's not oh, really. Even though I know aluminum's up too. I'll put some yeah, tin foil. Right. I, I got, I'll put some tin foil up against the windows. There you'll you think, you'll think that it's steel, but yeah, it's really just tin foil. Blowing in the wind. People are like, man, this dude ain't going to even respect me and my Robin capability. Put tin foil on the windows. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie on uh, that Disney Channel original movie, Up, Up and Away, about the, about, uh, the superhero family with Robert, Robert Townsend the and, uh, George Jefferson? Yeah. Yes, and the kid. Or they can't eat uh, zucchini bread, right? I think it was zucchini. No, it was tin. It was tin foil. The oh, zucchini right, bread right, yeah. was in the tin foil. Yeah, yeah. that's why they Dude, just that throw it away. Dumbest kryptonite I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> tin that, foil. That's who I'm keeping on my house. How? How is tin foil like in the writers' room? How did you come across? But you know what? You know what sounds like a great kryptonite tin <laughs> foil. I think. I think with with Disney Channel original movies, I think there's just a level of just we are not taking ourselves that seriously. That's kind of what made the movie fun, though. Like you, it's it's so stupid, it's so stupid. But yeah, but, uh, but was it stupid to you as a kid? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like they, uh, I can't remember who the 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 bad guy is. Someone who's somewhat famous now too. Uh, I can't remember who who it is right now, but. uh at the end of the movie, they had him like in like this little, uh, you know, like those play pens at the, or the little, at the playground, they have like the, the little domes. It's kind of like a circle yeah, and yeah, yeah. you can like climb through or whatever. He it, was in that. They had that, but it was made out of tin foil. And that's where they had like the kid's whole family. But because the kid wasn't a superhero, he was, he was immune to tin foil. Cause he but, was like, a they're just, normal human being. Because he was a normal human being. <laughs> I don't know, Sandy. I, I think I'm gonna take normal human being over a superhero who can fly and stuff, who, but who's allergic to tinfoil. Right? Because like, how you going How do you live a life where you can't eat leftovers? And like, what is it about the tinfoil that makes them? That makes them? Uh, like, how are they it, gonna bake stuff? <laughs> you know, parchment paper. Oh god, everything's just gonna be so dried out. <laughs> parchment paper. Come on, man. Invest in like, invest in real American steel. Does that AKA. mean that they're just straight up allergic? Like, is aluminum going to kill them? Yeah, I think so. So there's a lot of stuff that you can't touch, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know everything that aluminum is in, but I'm, I feel like aluminum is in a lot of stuff, and you don't really realize. Like, I'm, sh- I'm nah, can't do it. What if, Normal human being. Isn't, isn't there also just like aluminum and like aluminum siding? Like, how does that work? You know? Yeah. God, I don't think they thought this through. Their family's dead. Yeah. Yeah, they're boned. Yeah, George, so George Jefferson was causes. in that too. George Jefferson, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's those pay the bills movies, you know. <laughs> that's that's when you realize he developed a coke habit that he can't kick. 
and so he's gotta make a, uh, a stupid Disney Channel movie. He goes, <laughs> he goes, you don't know where I, I used to be somebody in this town. <laughs> yeah. My, I'm uh, not sure it went down like that. No? I feel like that's exactly how it went down. I mean, you, you could be right, I guess. I don't know, though. I think I'm 100% right. I don't know. He told me. <laughs> um, so, I guess we'll, I, I'm, I'll be curious to, uh, to hear what Elena has to say about all this. Because uh, you said that she was just there just to make sure that you didn't punch a hole in the wall. Um, I, but I do wonder if she would be down for you to, like, get, you know, the chain link uh, thing. Or, like, a lock. Or, or anything to protect your your goods, you know? Yeah. You work hard for the fact that you only allocate enough money for one gas can. Yeah. He don't strike me as a two-gas can kind of family, so... Nah. No, we have no need for that. Yeah. That would be silly. So. Oh, man. Now, this is just... You know what this is? This is also just another chore that you gotta do that you, you know... That you originally hadn't planned on needing to do, but now you got to do it. You're very right about that. Uh, when does it end, Reza? When do the chores end? I've come to realize that as you as you become as you become an adult, there are a lot more like chores, and by chore, I just mean things that you have to do that you don't necessarily find entertainment or uh, you're you're not necessarily interested in doing this for like an an, uh, an entertainment value. You just do it because you got to. So whether it's cooking your meals right or i mean some people like cooking their meals so like and i certainly i certainly enjoy them but it's just like sometimes you come home from work and you're exhausted and you're like it would be so nice if i came home and mom had cooked dinner already right but you don't live with mom anymore you live you live by yourself so you got to do it yourself vacuuming dishes i'm about to do i'm about to finish this podcast and go do dishes it's 11 o'clock at night i know but i gotta do them you gotta do them because if you wait till morning, oh god! I'm gonna have an angry wife, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, it's also me when doing uh, like the stuff as an adult. It just becomes things like, how what do I gotta do now that I can hopefully maximize time for either the thought of re- relaxing or just knowing that you'll have more time to get to things that you've been meaning to get to. Like, how the, often do you feel like you stop and smell the roses? I I think I think enough. I mean, certainly nowhere near as much as I did when I was when I, even when I was living with my parents like a year ago. Yeah, but I mean, what roses did you have to smell back then? I mean, I just I just didn't have to do as much still. Right. You know, I, I mean, like, th- there's levels to it. Like sometimes, if uh, so, like with a dish, for example, right? Like, so let's say I just ate dinner. I might eat dinner, want to go take a shower and come back downstairs and, and, and wash my, uh, wash my plate. Right. But my mom would most of the time wash that b- between, or I guess really just, you know, while I was in the shower. So there's just like things that I had to do right then to, to just prevent my mom from doing it. But at the same time, it's like, Oh, well, that was nice. Now I can just, you know, get five minutes of whatever doing something else. Right. Like, that's actually fun. But that's not the case anymore. Um, right. You know, and I'm, I'm married. I'm splitting responsibilities with somebody who expects me to be doing just as much. So, right. 
it's that equal share where uh, it's less and less about asking what needs to be done mm-hmm. and just doing what needs to be done because it happens so often that you know, like it's sort of like stuff that happens on rails. Yeah, it's just annoying when it's annoying when there are days that you have to do so much that you never really get a chance to get any type of free time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're maybe you come home from work, you got to do this, you got to do that. And before you know it, it's 10 o'clock and you haven't really had a second to to sit down, watch a TV show or, you know, do anything. It's just, all right, I got to get into bed, wake up and go to work again. Yeah. That those are the worst days. Those are tough. But then those are also some of the days where, I feel like you trade the uh, immediate sense of happiness uh, to get it on the back end because when you wake up and you're like super refreshed and you feel like you can take on the world, like that is not a, like a feeling that uh, you would get normally. I just feel like you're just sort of trading the, uh, the time of when you uh, are feeling that positive feeling. But I also might be wrong, so. No, I hear you. I think the worst thing is just how they like dishes, for example, just kind of keep somehow find their way to just piling up again. It's like night after night, I clean you all up. Right. And then the next and the next day, it's like there's more than there was the day before. Yeah, it's almost like you uh, you've gotten really used to eating. (laughs) How dare you? I cherish the days when we do eat out and I don't have to do a damn thing at the end of the night. Just go upstairs and go into bed yeah, not right? to say like Lynn is like you know getting pissed off at me if I'm not if I don't take care of the dishes I'm tired she, she obviously is, is more than fine with it um but I I she told I me feel, she, she she we talked she about t- it we talked about it yeah yeah she's not no, happy she's not <laughs> I feel I feel a level of responsibility where I'm just like I gotta get this done and right. honestly like it is a time where I, most of the time like I, I, I'm just listening to a podcast um, kind of just in my own head, and I just bang them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that's how I do a lot of things, um, especially dishes. And before you know it, you're done. Yeah. But again, that being said, it's also one of those things where it's nice that you know you can split that duty. Yep. So it's not always just. It doesn't feel like it's always just on you. One of the things that we do, or at least one of maybe like inadvertently or maybe somewhat intentional on my part, is um. I I generally try to handle handle the dishes, and part of the reason is because Lena is much more particular about the way that she has she does laundry. Not to mention that women women have just way more types of clothing than men have, like dresses and skirts and things with little frills on them and whatnot. And so there are a lot more like sensitive things that I have to be cautious about when it comes to doing the laundry, and things that I've just never really tackled before. And so rather than like asking like what. No, just like I don't. There's just certain stuff like I she wouldn't wash a certain way, so I'm just not. I'm just not going to bother screwing it up because like I've done it before. I've tried. Like there, I, I still do. I definitely do laundry, but I don't do it nearly as much as her. She's a lot more consistent with it. Um, and there are certain articles of her clothes, like if it's like a nice dress or something, that I'm just going to be like, yep, I'll let her handle that one and right. maybe do like the towels instead. It. Yeah, exactly. I just don't want to mess something up. So I'll do something that I know that I can handle, like towels or right. you know, Easy shirts mode. and t-shirts or jeans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I won't lie. She definitely takes care of a lot of the laundry, which she mentioned on the, the podcast, which she hosted with me, yeah. I think like 10, 15 episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but the, 
the uh the kitchens or the the the, uh, the dishes is definitely one thing that I try to I try to stay on top of just to like balance right just to try to balance that aspect of things. I mean, you guys are just looking for balance in the force. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's too much to ask. No, it's definitely not. Um, yeah, I just I feel like yeah, you know, I've I've recognized there's certain stuff that I just can't handle, or I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna handle it properly, or I'm I don't I'm not comfortable with my with my skill level in that. You know, what are things that, that skill you, level that you do more often than she does because you are more skilled or you're more comfortable doing it? I wouldn't say I'm more skilled in any way, but I dishes is definitely the one that I handle the most. Um, I'm usually I usually try to stay on top of like the dishes, uh, cleaning down the cleaning down the the countertops and the stove and such. Um, that's the one. I don't I don't know. I think she I think she's much more particular with her vacuuming and her. Uh, so I don't think I think she would prefer to do the the vacuuming, although I do a decent amount of it myself too. I don't know, just trade-offs here and there. I feel like I'm not too picky with stuff. Um, I think I, I, I think the thing I'm pickiest to the most about is kind of how my clothes are put away, and she doesn't know how I put my stuff away. Um, so she'll she'll still do them, like fold them a certain way or put them away in a certain place. And I, I have I kind of have like a method to the way I do it. And so if it's not like that, I'm kind of like reorganizing after she's done it. Most of the time, I just won't bother with her stuff because I'm like, oh, I don't know where that goes. I'm just going to leave that one there. I know where this one goes. Okay, cool. I'm going to put that, I'm going to put that where I know it goes. And, you know, at least when she, at least when she comes up to the bedroom, there's a lot less for her to have to fold when I do do the folding. Um, how do you like yourself folded? Uh, so my t-shirts, I'll, I'm, I'm sure how, how do I describe this? I fold it in half, like, you know, touch the arms together. Yeah. Then I, then I tuck the arms in on themselves and then I fold it, uh, three ways. Uh, so it's just, it's just a little square. She does folds it leave, like they, f- does that leave weird, like folds? Not, not really. No, no uh, lines. Not, no, I don't think so. Maybe cause I wear them like pretty quickly afterwards. I don't have a huge cycle of shirts, so I wear them pretty consistently, but uh, I don't know. Um, if there are, I usually I usually iron them out. She you folds iron it the way. Yeah, if I have to, it depends. Most of the time, I don't. But like, if I'm traveling, you for example, the yeah, I will. Person that says that. If I'm traveling, I would. When I'm well, when I'm traveling, I roll my stuff up too. So definitely, everything needs everything needs a good iron. Then she folds hers like they like they do in a uh, in a in a department store. So okay. they like kind of tuck the arms in on themselves and they kind of fold it in half in half so that the collar is, is shown and like the front of the shirt is shown. Um, it's much easier to do and, but it takes up a little bit more space. And that's kind of the big thing for me is the space that takes up in the drawers. Uh, because I like to have three stacks of stuff. It's just this types of shirts that I wear and, and where things go. I know it sounds silly, but I know where certain things are. So, I wonder, um, let me see, let me see, uh, you're like not the first person to tell me that they iron their t-shirts. Somebody was also saying that instead of like stacking it, like, so like you fold a shirt, you fold a t-shirt then you stack another folded t-shirt on top, that what mm-hmm. they do is they roll them, right? They roll yeah. them into little, like, I guess, logs or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they stack them that way or like instead of folding them maybe like how you fold them, 
you you add an additional fold, so you fold it like on the lengthwise into like a taco, like one more time lengthwise, and then you like stack it like Manila folders, so then you wow. can see a lot more of what the clothes like which clothes yeah, you yeah. have, right? Uh, which I was like, that gives a, you options, right? And You're not just taking me, the thing that's on top of the pile, exactly. And to me, that was not revolutionary, but it was just definitely some way that I'd never thought about it before. And just yeah. made me think, like, whoa, 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 is that a better way to, like, just, like you said, like, view the options that you have? Yeah, I never thought about that one before. I do roll when I travel just for... Um, space. Just for, like, maximizing the space in my suitcase. Oh, and, again, also, like, compartmentalizing things so that I know where certain stuff is when I finally, when I get to the destination. Um, but, yeah, I've never thought about doing that at home, to be honest. Yeah, and then uh, when, when they had brought it up, I was like, what? That's great. Oh, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Yeah. That could definitely require uh, an iron, though, when you do it like that. Yeah, and for me, it would require a full refold. I also... Do you? I have never ironed a t-shirt before. Do you wear t-shirts out the house a lot? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a lot of pocket tees, solid-colored pocket tees. I'll wear a white shirt underneath, and then I'll wear the pocket tee out on top, and yeah, that's it. Gotcha. I have a lot. Of, I like a lot of like solid color things. And, yeah, me too. Uh, I just know like which color combinations go well together. Not necessarily yeah. the match, but just go well together. And then my wardrobe overall is very sort of easily mix matchable. So yeah. um, I like, like the fact that. that I don't really have to think too much about what goes with what. Yeah, makes it nice too. You can kind of wear, you know, it, it kind of look like a different outfit but you really yeah. just like swap the shorts with the shirt or something like that. Exactly. And I definitely have combinations that I like more than others. And yep. so it's almost like in a character creation, it's just like saved outfits. <laughs> you got, you got your favorites. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen, I think we should get out of here so you can do your dishes. Yep. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear more about, uh, you trying to foil the, uh, the local uh, gas can never. There will be no foiling. There will only be a report to the landlord, and we'll see what she decides to do with it. Yeah, right. I hope your landlord isn't Issa. <laughs> Dude, I haven't. We, we're like we're super behind because we were finished the Americans, and yeah. then uh, Lane wanted to watch Atypical on Netflix. Have yeah. you, do you watch that show? I did. I did. Okay. So we we're. We're like we got like twenty minutes left in the last episode. Um, of oh, the new season, Inse- yeah, the new season. Then we'll probably go to Insecure, and then maybe we'll think about watching Orange Is the New Black. Although I'm pretty sure you've been off that show for like two, three seasons now, right? Oh, I only watched the first two seasons. Yeah, it's not really any good anymore, as far as well. I don't know about this season, but I'm not super attached to the show, which is why we've been really delayed in watching it. Also, I just found out that the new season of Daredevil is coming back in, in a, is coming in a week. Yeah, nope, not gonna be able to do it. No? No, because uh, the mortal iron fist has uh, ruined that whole world. <laughs> you kind of did, but I feel like, I think they they defeated the hand in the defenders, so we might start getting normal bad guys again. I mean, also, the they take the cake for the worst name of like an evil society, the hand. Yeah, it's just it's just it's so let's stupid. Not, let's not start. Let's not start on the, on my disdain for that. Our, iron fist season two just came. I haven't watched Luke Cage season two yet. I, I don't know about either. you. 
I haven't finished Jessica Jones season two. I'm no, like halfway I'm over through that. it. Netflix is churning out so much stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, that's headache. the problem. They have a lot of good stuff, and they also have a lot of garbage. And and anything that's the stuff that's mediocre, you just can't have time for it. Like who? How can you? How can how can uh, Luke Cage be better than uh, with without Mahershala? Uh, you guys a great question. I don't know. We'll close the podcast with that. Yeah. I'm Reza. <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking like, yeah, I don't know if I have the answers to that. I ain't got the answers, boy. I ain't got the answers. Um, all right. Well, you're Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.